Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado podcast. Boy, those words have never meant more than they do right now to me. It is 6-14-2021. It's President Trump's birthday. It's also Flag Day. Thank you for tuning in to this very important broadcast. I want to welcome the Remnant Warriors, which that, by the way, Remnant Warrior Warriors sounds even more um, real to me today. I, I'm humbled, and I am just, I'm, I'm, I'm almost speechless, ladies and gentlemen, but I needed to do the broadcast today because it's so important that we continue to press ahead in the middle of a storm all around this ministry right now with regard to uh, some serious uh, accusations from two corporations that have literally, with a fine-tooth comb, gone through every post that I put up on social media, on, on every different page that I manage, and my websites for the last two plus years, somebody took a lot of time and they went through all these posts and every single thing I've said and they are going after me big time. But I have to tell you, you guys have stepped up and your prayer warriors, your support. And I have to say, I have a lot of appreciation for those that have gone before us, you know, people that have stood in the past because I don't think anybody really realizes the sacrifices that some of these people have made until you yourself go through something like this. And then you look back and you say, my gosh, now I get why these people had such a tough time and yet stood and how important that is that those people stood in the middle of their trials and they paved the way for people like you and I to have the freedoms that we do today. And so I just can't even tell you how much it means. And uh, I I just can't even tell you what this last weekend has been like. Uh, For those of you that now, we call it the infamous video broadcast that I did on Facebook where I was driving in my car. I had just left a meeting of Christian leaders. This is on Friday. Just left a meeting of Christian leaders. And we have big vision. I can't tell you what it is, but big vision for next year. And of course, as you know, I'm already involved in many different things this year, but we have big, big vision for next year. And that's all I can say right now, because I promised them not to share, but just think of something really big that would happen in our nation. And we, I'm pulling away from that type of event. It's a, it's a, you know, it would be a gathering of Christians. So I'll just tell you that it would be a large, large scale gathering of Christians and the harvest that would converge on a, on a state in the United States, and I believe it will be epic. But again, I can't talk more about that right now. But anyway, I'm pulling away from that and these powerful leaders that I met with, and I'm literally, I, I get back into cell phone range, and I had mentioned, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, I had mentioned back, you know, gosh, six, eight months ago that, the, you know, there was somebody potentially suing and, uh, you know, people had inquired about it, but these types of matters, because the media is so hostile towards people like myself, and when I say hostile, I mean, they will they will just, you know, go for the gusto, ladies and gentlemen. They, they want to shut me down, and I know, when, you know, guys like Alex Jones and some of these other people, and again, they're not exactly in the same lane that I'm in, you know, Rush Limbo, though, I mean, come on. People that have gone through this type of thing in the past, it puts it to a whole nother perspective because you realize that they literally are are truly trying to censor any opposing voices, any dissenting voices and shut us down. So I'm pulling away from this large, 
you know, prayer gathering of, you know, it's not really a large prayer gathering, but it's about a large event. And I'm pulling away from that. And, and, and I get back into range and my cell phone, I see this, this law firm reaching out to me and I said, okay, you know, I, I better look at this. And so, and then they, you know, they, they proceeded to send an email with a bunch of information. And so at first I thought, well, is this a scam? Because of course there's a lot of that these days. And again, I had mentioned that, you know, six to eight months ago, there was like some preliminary threats that were made from these organizations, but I, I never really heard much after that. So I kind of just prayed and figured, okay, well, you know, they haven't really contacted me. So I'm going to kind of just move forward because I don't think there's anything solid. This is six to eight months ago, but you know, they had, they had alleged that they were going to do this and they just never, you know, it seemed like they never fall through. So I thought maybe it went away. Well, it didn't go away. Apparently they had built a case and, um, you know, again, went back like two years on like everything I've ever said, done. I mean, it's unbelievable. And you have to think, why? I mean, I'm not that big. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, we have a following and it's a blessing. And, you know, there's definitely more and more people and millions of people that have downloaded the show this year. And so it's not like it's not a lot of people, but, you know, compared to some of the major voices out there in the Christian and conservative world, I would not say I'm like one of the top, you know, and, and, and maybe the Lord has that in the future. But, you know, we, we, we've been able to kind of fly under the radar, kind of, even though we have a larger following every single month than we've ever had. And I, like I said, this last year, it's just grown exponentially. I believe that's the Lord, and he's been anointing this ministry. I, I really believe he's kept us hidden uh, for a time as this, because we've been steady on our message and basically been talking about a lot of the same things for years. Uh, but at the same time, you know, when you get bigger, you know, bigger level, more devil. That's what they say, right? So... Anyways, we get to this this place, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm so I'm reading this email, and uh, I'm like, this this kind of looks legitimate. This kind of looks like they're actually saying something that they're going to actually do. They're they're going to follow through this here, you know. So so I uh, looked into first the firm. I looked into who they were. They're based out of California. I looked into them. They're legit. They're real. I mean, definitely real. So then I was like, okay, this is a real law firm making some pretty significant statements towards us. And, uh, and so then I, you know, the first thing I did was honestly started weeping because I, and again, I wasn't really weeping because I felt sorry for myself. I, I'm weeping for our nation and I'm weeping for the fact, you know, have you ever wept? You ever wept? I mean, Jesus wept, you know that, right? Jesus wept. And I'm a, you know, I'm a sensitive guy, even though I'm a very strong man and, you know, I, I, I can take a lot. I have a really high threshold for pain and endurance when it comes to attack and warfare. But I have to tell you, I'm also sensitive and, you know, I weep for our nation. I weep for the church. I weep for the the horrible things that are going on that many of us are, are seeing and just so grieved about in our spirit that we're seeing happening in the middle of all this. And I, and I still believe God is going to move. In fact, I think this is all really just a precursor. This is, you know, you got to kind of walk through the fire and uh, this is that fire that, you know, I'm in that, in that Meshad, Shadrach and Abednego moment where I've decided to stand. And so you know, I'm in the furnace and Jesus is with me, but right now I'm in the furnace. You know what I'm saying? And so anyways, um, and I don't want to take the whole show talking about this, but I think a lot of people are wondering what's going on. So, so anyways, I, you know, I, I inquired and then I, I reached out to our, our team and our legal counsel and they said, no, this is real. And so we've just been dealing with it and uh, it's going to go away uh, one way or the other. You know, I mean, it's not like it's, it's nothing criminal. So don't worry about that. You know, it's nothing that's criminal or that I'm going to go to jail for or anything like that. You know, this is just uh, to try to suck us dry financially, uh, to keep us in some type of case that's just 
the power of their purse. In other words, they have so much uh, money, these two companies, that they can they can just you know throw money at this case and keep trying to find things. And you know, someone like myself, who's much smaller, you know, it, it makes it more difficult because the longer you're in it, the more you have to spend if you have to retain and you know just things like that. It just gets really really pricey. So there's ways out where you can just take their deal or you can try to negotiate a deal and see if they'll accept it, or you got to go through the whole thing. So anyway, that's that's kind of what we're going through, and you know, we're praying, and I don't want to disclose too much, but thank you guys so, so much. I can't even tell you I am humbled. I am literally just so humbled to see what this community, you know, this community is is, is intercessors. This community is, is true. I mean, when I say remnant warriors, Real, real, true remnant warriors that that really are. I mean, you guys are the most amazing and incredible. You know, I've pastored for a long time, but I have to tell you, I don't know that I've ever met people like you guys. And uh, it, it, you know, again, it makes me just kind of tear up because it's just amazing. So I can't thank you enough. I honestly don't have the words, uh, but thank you for standing with us. And uh, we're going to get through this, and we're going to continue to stand. This is just going to be another. Um, scar that that's going to get healed by the way is it something that you have to walk through and then you're going to get through it and we're going to come out better and stronger and more equipped and we're going to be more agile and know how to deal with something like this which we've never had to deal with as a ministry before uh but it just again it just shows you what they what they will do to try to silence a pastor in america today and i think we all need to take note of that is just like, wow, you know, like it's pretty crazy that um, they will try to find something on you or, you know, they'll, they'll just try to find different pressure points. You know, I was talking to one of my friends. He's another speaker and he's kind of going through, he's a doctor, but he's going through a similar thing where all of a sudden there's like one malpractice, two malpractice, three malpractice, four malpractice, and they just keep finding more and more malpractice. Well, this just, you know, you know, mysteriously started happening when he started being very vocal and public, you know, and out there, you know, really just standing for our nation. So this is what they do, ladies and gentlemen. They This is what they do. And we just have to understand it. it's part of the it comes with the job. We knew this getting into it. We knew it was happening. And I'm just going to make this commitment to you guys. And this is kind of a big commitment, but I'm going to make this commitment. I'm going to continue to stand. I'm not going to ever stop standing. Okay. And, and that means till the end. That doesn't just mean like until things get more difficult, okay? As you watch and observe, uh, stand with us as we stand together, and I walk through this calling, you will see that I mean what I say and I say what I mean. Uh, we knew that this is, like I said, we knew, we knew what we were getting into, and we're going to stand. And we're not going to get bullied, and we're not going to back down. We are going to stand, and in the end, we're actually going to win. We're going to win, and that's that's the great thing about this whole thing is, is that we are overcomers. We are victorious. We are, you know, listen, I, I know it kind of sounds crazy, but I'm just going to say we're anointed. You're anointed. I'm anointed for a time as this. Okay, it's really not crazy at all. We are anointed. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke, and God has gotten my attention. Uh, I know that I need to walk more consecrated than ever. In holiness and purity, I got to watch my P's and Q's. I got to watch what I say. I got to watch what I do. They are out to accuse me. They're out to, you know, like do everything they can. And and that I, I, I wish that was going away, but I just don't think it's going away. I hate to say it. I really don't think that's going away anytime soon. But we are on the winning team. We have the facts on our side. We have the truth on our side. We have the word of God on our side. And guess what? We have the God of heaven and earth on our side. 
And we're believing for a great move of God. And you better believe that the enemy and his minions, what I mean by the enemy is Satan himself, the enemy, Lucifer, and his minions are very angry about what's going on in this nation that more and more people are waking up. We're about to go listen to this. These next couple of weeks are going to be powerful. This tomorrow night, Tuesday night, I'm going to be at Global Vision Bible Church in Mount Juliet. That is Pastor Greg Locke's church. I'm going to be there with my friend Gilad Rossinger uh, of Radiant Israel. And we're going to be there with Becca Shea leading worship, by the way. And it is going to be the beginning of this very, very powerful time these next couple weeks. We're going to converge on Tampa, Florida at Rodney Howard Brown's church. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. I will be speaking on the 19th around 12 o'clock noon or so. Maybe a little bit after that. The 19th on the pavilion stage out there in the field of dreams that is now a pavilion it is unbelievable it's going to seat 10,000 in attendance and millions of people online and please be praying for the message that the Lord's put in my heart to share with this nation and with those around the world and I don't say that lightly in Tulsa the freedom uh, health and freedom conference got millions and millions of views online so we already know this one is going to be probably bigger than that because, you know, just 10,000 people. Last time there's 4,500 people or so in attendance. This time it's going to be 10,000 people in attendance and millions and millions as the momentum has built watching online and, and re-watching, you know, later on. And on Revival.com, by the way, and, and Pastor Rodney's uh, media systems because he's also going to be putting out there. This is, this is unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. And then all these patriots that are speaking and these, and these pastors, other pastors like Pastor Leon Benjamin, there's many other pastors, I can't name them all, they're going to be there, my friends. And, and we're going to speak truth and we're not going to hold back and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to hold back anything. We're going to tell it like it is. And that's what they're so afraid of people waking up. They're so afraid of the truth getting out there. And that's what this is. And so it doesn't surprise me. And we need intercessors. We need intercessors covering us in prayer. I know it looks glamorous sometimes. Wow, look at Pastor Todd. You know, he's out there. You know, but but I have to tell you, there's an old saying. It's called, you see the glory, but you don't know the story. <laughs> and the truth is, is the warfare is extensive and there's a high cost, but we're, it's worth it because we believe in the word of God and the truth and, and setting the captive free. And we believe in miracle signs and wonders. And believed in getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered. And my goodness, it is time, ladies and gentlemen. It is high time. It is past time. The church needs to stand up, to rise up. I have seen so much in these last couple of weeks. I feel like God has just allowed this all. It's like this incredible journey that I've been able to experience a couple of denominational meetings and seeing all the stuff that's going on there. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But so we're going to be down there in Tampa. And then we're going to go. And then I'm coming back. In Nashville, Tennessee, on July 4th, Pastor Kent Christmas and his wife, Pastor Candy Christmas, they're putting together this powerful event, Let Freedom Reign, at the Grand Old Opry. When I landed in, in Nashville, Tennessee, the Lord said something was going to happen at the Grand Old Opry. And I'll tell you, when the Lord moves, I can't even tell you. I mean, when they said this event's going to be at the Grand Old Opry, and by the way, we want you to speak. I said, Mike, this is exactly what the Lord said. He said, there's going to be revival. He said, there's going to be a great awakening. There's going to be a great harvest. I need you in Nashville. You know, you're not going to understand it now, but you and your family need to move to Nashville. You need to just say yes. You need to let everybody know that's what I've told you. And so we did. 
uh, a year ago. We we moved the ministry. It was a a very a big faith faith move, ladies and gentlemen. After 17 years of pastoring at one location, one church. Before that, I was a college pastor and a youth pastor at the church on the way, a youth youth leader at the church on the way. And so, uh, you know, many many years of ministry, and and in all in Los Angeles. Now, of course, I would go different places and speak and all that. But you know, I was California focused. You know, and the Lord said, "You're we're moving you." Now, I wasn't born in California. I was born in Cincinnati. My wife was born in Wisconsin. But, but nevertheless, you know, we were, we were out there in California for quite some time, and I did not think we were going to move. I did not think, you know, anything about moving. I mean, we were, we were you know, fight to stand with the patriots and the Christians stand. They're, you're either hot or cold in California. You know, it's, it's not like some of the other states where there's a cultural Christianity. There is a remnant in California, ladies and gentlemen. You, you that are listening that are in California, you know what I'm talking about. There is a righteous remnant in California. Don't let them lie to you. There is a righteous remnant that is standing for the full Bible in California. And those are the people that we hung out with. And so we never thought we were going to leave. And then what did God do? He said, I'm going to move you. I'm moving you to Nashville, Tennessee. And by the way, there's going to be a powerful move of God and revival. You better get ready. Now, I shared with you that I had uh, you know, been told by Mario Murillo, a mentor in my life, someone I care about, friend, and, uh, and he said to me, he said, are, you're not ready for revival. And I was kind of offended. What do you mean I'm not ready for revival? He says, none of us are ready for revival. This is about six years ago, five, six years ago. And I pondered on that statement that Mario said. I said, what do you mean I'm not ready for revival? I would love for revival. I'm contending for revival. Well, I had to seek the Lord for many years, and I understood now, as God had given me revelation about what that meant, is that I wasn't ready for revival. None of us were ready for revival. That's why there hasn't been revival. Because we have to seek the heart of God for the harvest and understand the time is ripe now. Many things have changed in our world. And we understand that a lot of things that were important to us before that we thought were such a big deal, they're really not. The, 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 the mind needs to be focused on the harvest. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We need to be focused on the harvest and understand that there's going to be misfits and drug addicts and people that have had abortions and people coming out of the gay lifestyle that maybe even still in the gay lifestyle, maybe still addicted, you know, fornicators, adulterers, and we can't be kicking these people out of the church. We have to be welcoming them in with Christ's love and showing them the love of Christ and getting them saved and set free and healed and delivered. So that's what Mario was talking about that I didn't understand at that time, and I don't think any of us really did fully, is, is that we better be ready for this harvest because we've been, you know, I, I've been at churches where they kick people out. You know, I've been at churches where it's like, if you're not dressed a certain way, you're going to be escorted right out. Well, the harvest that's coming, these are people, listen, Mary Magdalene's of our day, you know, and uh, look who Jesus hung around, by the way. And these are people that are, that are going to be coming off the streets and, and they need Jesus and they need his love. And we, we have the answer to their problem. And, and so that's what the harvest is going to be. It's the misfits. It's the, it's, you know, it's a lot of people. It's everybody. That, that is open, that is hurting, that has been searching and seeking. And we have that answer. We have the answer for America. We have the answer for the world. And that answer is Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the anointing breaks the yoke. As I've been saying in a lot of podcasts and, and, and videos lately, that this whole thing now, God has given me fresh revelation, understanding, is that this couldn't have been, it couldn't have been where just Trump won a second term and that was it. Now, we know he won, but what I'm saying is, is that if he would have just gone right in and had his second term and all this wouldn't have happened, we would not be where we are today. We would not have the massive understanding of so many different things that have been revealed. We would not have the understanding spiritually where we can never go back to the old wineskin. We've stepped into a new season. Things will never go back in the church. 
to the way that they were. People consider normal. That that period is done. We're seeing mega churches hurting for cash because they're not preaching the full Bible and people are leaving in the droves. They're seeking remnant churches, the same remnant churches that for years had only hundreds of people, maybe even less that were attending. And all of a sudden they're seeing an explosion in their membership because people appreciate pastors with pastors' hearts that have real hearts of, of the harvest, that really love the people, that really want to do the work of the ministry. People can see authentic versus fake. They can see the people that are just worried about money or fame or celebrity or selling their book, whatever the case is. They can see that now very, very clearly. It's very, very clear. And you can see who the real shepherds are. And you can see the people that really love this nation and really have a heart for revival and that have a heart for the harvest and that are, that are real people. You know, everybody is looking for authentic, real. You know, you, you're tired of all the nonsense. You're tired of all the, the, the jibber-jabber, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, enough of that already. We want to see authentic pastors. We want, we want to hear the full message of the gospel and of the entirety of the word of God. We want people to stand up, not say it's political to stand for life, not say it's political to stand for the family, man and woman as a, as a married couple, you know, to speak against the debauchery and all the different sins that they're trying to push on our children, transgenderism, transhumanism, things that these people don't even want to talk about. So people are going to go to the people that are willing to talk about them and they're willing to fight and they're willing to stand. And you're watching, you're watching to see even when the attack comes, who's going to continue to stand. You're watching to see who is authentic in this and who's just going back to business as usual. Because we can't ever go back to business as usual, ladies and gentlemen. This is a new season. It's an exciting season. It's a powerful season. Finally, for, for years, we've been seeing the Lord work in some of these other nations, like down in Africa and Mexico and different places where the anointing falls and there's a great harvest and we see miracles and signs and wonders and people were saying, why doesn't this happen in America? It's because the church stopped talking and teaching about these things. Stop believing in miracles. Stop believing that God could actually do what he says he's going to do. Stop believing in the power of prayer. We could have stopped all this stuff if we would have contended. But now, though, God is responding. And that's what we're seeing in the natural is this response in the tangible and the natural to, to the intercessors and those that are contending and fasting. I've never seen so many people fasting and inquiring about fasting. Many, many people that say, Pastor Todd, I've never fasted before, but I want to fast. Tell me how to fast. How do I learn how to fast? How do I go deeper in my faith? You know, people say, you know, I've never heard a pastor talk about these things. Well, that makes me sad because this is in the Bible and I'm not some special, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm some special, ooh, you know, Todd. No, I'm talking about God, not Todd. Never look to Todd. I'm just a vessel. God saved my life. You know, we all can do this. We all have the ability. We all have the ability to cry out to the Lord. This is, this is what God wants corporately of his ecclesia, of the body of Christ. And, 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 you know, another thing I hear people say is, I don't really know how to pray. Well, I, you know, I understand that. I mean, I came from the world, and I remember not knowing how to pray either. And I would hear these very uh, eloquent prayer warriors, you know, be like, wow, you know, I can't pray like that. But guess what? God taught me how to pray like that. He taught me how to contend. And it's really just, you know what it is? It's just a conversation with the Lord. It's, you know, if you talk to your brother, your sister, your spouse, your friends, you know, how do you talk to them? You have a conversation, right? Well, that's that's basically what, 
what you have in prayer is you have a conversation, but you got to make sure it's a two-way conversation. That you're also, you know, hearing. We're, we got to make sure we're hearing from God and what he wants to do. And so I mentioned the denominations, you know. Let me just tell you this, guys. I'm seeing some very troubling things in some of these denominations. The way that the, the religion, it's become religion. And what the Lord has shown me is, is that we're like modern-day Pharisees. You know, in the, in the days of Jesus, and, and of course we're in the days of Jesus now, but what I mean is when he was walking in the flesh, fully God and fully man, there was Pharisees, right? And those were supposed to be the religious leaders of the day. Those were supposed to be the people you go to for spiritual guidance. But they had become the Pharisees. They were pharisaical. They didn't recognize Messiah when he came. They didn't recognize Messiah. And in fact, they were the ones who ultimately, you know, pushed for him to be crucified, right? Think about it. And so uh, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the people of, of Jesus' day, and, and many people that are quote-unquote leaders in the, in the Christian movements of today, very, very upsetting. I wouldn't even call them movements. It's just, it's almost like the, the corporation, the Christian corporation, where there's people that are not filled with the Spirit of God, not being led by the Holy Spirit. They're mean-spirited. I see them use cuss words, and you know they're basically in the flesh, completely in the flesh. They're not in the Spirit. It's not Spirit-led. They don't have honor. You know they're, they're walking in the flesh, but they have big positions in the corporate church, and a lot of these people have infiltrated the body, and we need to understand who these people are. They have infiltrated the body of Christ. You better believe the witches, the warlocks, the deep state— they all want to infiltrate the church, and they have. And so this is what's happening is there's a separation of the wheat versus the chaff, separation of the sheep versus the goats, and we're seeing it clear as day. And, and, and God says, test the spirits, and he says, you know them by their fruit. And many of these people are not, they're not walking in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. They're not walking in the love of Christ. They're not walking in the spirit. They're not spirit-led. They're not spirit-formed. And that's why the, the decisions that they're making are awful, and there's infighting, and there's name-calling, and there's all kinds of contention. And this is what we're seeing playing out in these denominations. Now, not all denominations are bad, and the concept of denominations I don't think is bad, but we need to root out this corruption even within the church, and we need to, to be led by spirit-led, spirit-formed leaders, people that understand, yes, the gifts are for today, by the way. Yes, we can see miracles, signs, and wonders today. If, if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you're not going to understand that. You're not going to feel the, the anointing that, that you're able to do those things. Jesus said it in his word, what he was able to do in his ministry and even greater things. But for whatever reason, there's a lot of people that have lost that belief that just don't have the faith to believe that. And they're walking around. They're not spirit filled. And I have to be cautious to see, you know, are they even saved? I don't know. You know, only the Lord knows that. But I think, again, you know them by their fruit. So if they're walking around mean-spirited, you know, all these scandals and different abuse things that are coming out, that's an expose. We've been praying that what's been done in darkness is brought to light. And unfortunately, that's going to happen in the church too, ladies and gentlemen. So get ready for it because simultaneously, while we're having this great move of God and this great harvest and, and God is raising up a remnant, a remnant army, a powerful uh, remnant, you know, righteous remnant army, people that really do hunger and thirst for righteousness, like you, remnant warriors, He's going to be raising you up. He's going to be anointing you. He's going to be giving you fresh vision, dreams. He's going to give you the finances and the resources and the, and the ways to go there. But sometimes you got to take the step first, and then he'll do that. You don't always have the finances going in. I know that very well. Sometimes he'll give you the vision, and you got to walk in it in faith, and then he'll give you the provision. Okay? So understand that God requires us to have big faith. 
Now, honestly, he doesn't require it. People are going to, somebody's going to write me and say, no, he doesn't. He said, faith is a mustard seed. Well, that's true. He said, faith of a mustard seed will move the mountain. But he wants, I, I believe he does want us to have big faith. I really do believe that. Now, because if, with big faith, you can do big things, right? The more faith you got. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, you can move the mountain, right? So, yes, I know the mustard seed. And so don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you have to have so, so much faith. But you got to have faith. But the more faith you have, I think, is good. And right now, I feel very strong faith. I have to tell you, I feel very strong. I know the Lord's going to get me through this current situation. I really believe he's going to get our nation through this current situation. I really believe that we're going to see a victory here as we contend and we fast and we pray. But the, this this corruption has to be rooted out. He's coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. He's coming back for a church that's not willing to compromise. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. He wants a church that that is willing to be confronted on sin Listen, if there's an area of sin in my life, I want you to know I have mentors. I have people I'm accountable to. I have people that are watching me very closely, very, very closely. And they they confront me, ladies and gentlemen, if I do something wrong. Sometimes I don't even realize it, but they will confront me and they'll say, hey, Todd, I got to talk to you about this. And then I'll have to take it to the Lord, right? And sometimes I don't agree 100% because sometimes, you know, maybe I have to just take it to the Lord and the Lord says, no, it's okay. And I'll continue to move forward. I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about something that may be a decision I made. Like somebody will say, don't preach there. You know, and I'll ask the Lord. I'll say, should I preach there? And the Lord will say, yes, you're okay to preach there. Okay, good. You know, but but for the most part, I really listen to those that I'm accountable to. I really do because I, I believe in elders. I believe in mentorship. I believe in accountability. And I think every pastor and every Christian should have accountability in their life. And we should be mentored and we should be seeking uh, wise counsel. That's why the Lord has elders and people like that in our life. And uh, these people have, have been in the Lord for many years, and they have wisdom, godly wisdom, and accord, accordance to the word of God. So these are all important things. So don't, don't fear if you see a shakeup, because we're in the period of a shaking right now. The church is being shaken. That's what this whole thing is about. That's the revelation the Lord's given me. He says, don't worry about the government. Don't worry about Trump. Don't worry about, you know, obviously pray for what's been done in darkness to come to light. Obviously pray for the right rightful president of the United States to be, you know, reinstated. And, you know, I'm standing on all those things. I'm believing these things. I really am, okay? But what I'm saying is he's saying, don't worry. Don't worry. He, he, he hears our prayers. He's going to respond. I don't know how. I can't tell you exactly how. I don't know when. But I do know he's going to respond. I can already see he is responding with certain things that, I mean, can you imagine that... We're still having the audits right now. We're in June, and, and there's audits taking place of the 2020 election. This is still happening. This is the response to our prayers, ladies and gentlemen. And many, many people are awake all around the world. Many, many people are awake. They're waking up. Their eyes are opening up. Many more people, even since the, uh, you know, the 2020 election till now, I would say droves and droves of new people have, have woken up. So, so, you know, God is using this time, and I believe this is his mercy on the church to give us more time to get our house in order, to repent, to turn from unrighteousness, to stand for the full gospel of Jesus Christ, to, be, to learn how to stand, to learn how to stand in, 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 the, in the fire, in the furnace, in the fiery furnace, you know, learn how to stand in the furnace, Right? Amazing, right? Isn't that amazing that, that God is with us in the furnace and that we will not be touched? We will not be burned? And so we can go through a trial, we can go through a test, and we will not be touched. We will come out victorious. We will come out ahead. That is unbelievable and amazing, but yet it's true. And so, uh, so I'm so excited 
about the many things that God is doing. I'm excited about these next couple of weeks and the three different events I mentioned. Uh, I, you know, obviously I'm going through a little bit of a test and trial here, but I'm standing very firm on the promise of God, which is yes and amen, hope in a future. I'm standing firm on believing that God is about to move on our behalf in this nation. I'm standing firm that I'm not losing sleep at night. I'm going to continue to press ahead and we are going to collectively win remnant warriors. We are going to win. And yes, there will be dancing in the streets. I truly believe that 110%. God is moving. He's not done with America. He is going to move on our behalf. It's going to be powerful. We're seeing tangibly now God responding to the prayers of the righteous, all the naysayers, all the people that say, oh, you're crazy or whatever. Well, you know, they're not saying that so much right now because how many things that just a year ago they were calling conspiracy have now come out? That's dark to light, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's been done in darkness that's brought to light. That's what that is. And we are going to continue to see an expose. And it may be a little surprising and there may be, it may be like a roller coaster ride at times, but just stay in that Psalm 91 secret place of the Most High. Find your, your prayer closet, your, your quiet place with the Lord. Get in his presence. Get in his spirit. Go deeper. Get in his word. Trust in him with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the negative Nellies out there. Don't listen to the people that, that say, you know, we're done. It's it. We're finished. We're not finished, obviously, because we're here. God knows exactly what he's doing. He doesn't make a mistake. He made us for a time as this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm seeing all types of what I call pockets of revival around the country. And I believe these multiple streams are going to come into one powerful stream. And we're just going to see all out rocking revival in this nation like we've never seen in our lifetime. And, uh, and I believe it's part of an end time harvest that really is headed our way very, very quickly. And the Lord is humbling us. He's, you know, I'm working on my heart every day. I, I never think that I've made it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm always working on my heart, always working on my walk. I always want to go deeper with Christ. I'm a, I'm a person that's, you know, knows how to repent. We need to be good repenters. We need to be humble before the Lord, you know, Never, 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 never think you've made it. You haven't made it. We've not made it, but we're we're walking ahead in victory on this journey, and God is with us even until the end of the age. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this broadcast. Hey, I will be back tomorrow. We're going to continue to move forward. We're going to report the remnant news. We're going to stand for righteousness. We're going to do everything that we've done and more, and God is with us. Hallelujah. Thank you. I love you guys. Bless you. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you.